Hey guys, one of the greatest questions I've been asked is how can I effectively build my influence? We're going to be talking about that today on Catch Fire. Let's dive in. to catch fire. Thanks for logging on. You know, uh, we've got a great topic today because we're going to be talking about influence. But before we talk about it, I want you to subscribe and be a part of this catch fire family here uh, with me and all of our followers. Listen, we're, we're just stirring up the hunger and leadership. You know, we really believe that people are tuning into this podcast every week. They really want to grow. They really want to have a leadership that's not normal, but a leadership that's on fire for God. You know, today we're going to talk about something that's so important because you can't be a leader without influence and nothing in the world gets done without an effective influence. And, and we can even say a positive influence. You know, there's all kinds of different influences out there, but as Christians and as believers, we want to have a positive influence. Now, when we think about influence, to me, influence is having a reach beyond your grasp. You know, there's certain things that are within our grasp, but when you begin to develop influence, it goes beyond what you can actually personally hold. You know, and sometimes it's kind of hard to gauge a person's personal influence, but, you know, we're all influencers in one way or another. You know, mothers are influencers over their children. Fathers are influencers over their family. Business leaders, you're an influencer. Community leader, you're an influencer. Or maybe you're serving in the ministry. Well, guess what? You have the gift of influence. And, and if God's given us influence, how, how many know we should develop it? We should have a desire to be the best we can for the glory of God. Now, we influence people in a couple ways. And, and I want to kind of talk about this for a minute because uh, when you think about influence, there's really you know two ways we influence people. The first way is we influence people uh, up close. To me, the greatest influence is to get up close with people. What do we call that type of influence? We call that type of influence impact. Impact. We're making an impact. You know, impact is when you lead people up close, you know, taking time with people on a personal level. You know, um, in order to impact someone up close, you're not leading with your mind. You're not leading with your head, but you're actually leading with your heart. And I really believe that this is a challenge for some people because to lead with your heart and to get up close and personal with people, it requires risk. It really does. You know, um, if you never put your heart out there, you know, you, you'll never get hurt. But when you put your heart out there with people, you really run that risk of, of people hurting you or taking advantage of you. But I, I really believe that if we're going to, make an impact up close, there has to be a certain level of vulnerability in a leader's life. You know, uh, you've got to really let people get into your world. You, you've got to let them get close to you. You've got to give them permission to come in and kind of breathe the same air that you breathe. But there's always that risk of, of being hurt. Now, now here's the truth, though, and, and here's what I think about influence and impact and getting up close with people is that the rewards outweigh the risk. And the greatest example of making a personal impact in people's lives is our very own Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Jesus was with the people. I mean, he chose his disciples, 12 men. He said, I'll make you fishers of men. And he spent three and a half years living with them, eating with them, uh, teaching them, spending time with them. I, I imagine they had a lot of laughs. You know, the, in the Bible, we kind of we do read a lot about a lot of the hard times they had together. But I believe that there was times of joy and times of celebration that they enjoyed together. So the first type of influence is, is, is personal influence that comes by getting up close with people. We call that impact. But the second type of influence is not when we influence people up close, but when we influence people from a distance. Now, we call that impression, making an impression. You know, and in this world we live in, in, in this world of influencers, which is the big word, you know, being an influencer, whether you're an influencer on social media or you're a YouTube influencer or you're, you're, you know, you're an influencer through writing a book or, or, or teaching in a church or, or whatever platform that you have, in this world of, in, in, of influencers, it really is something called impression. And I think that people have a tendency to think they know somebody based on their social media posts or, or, or their books that they've written or teachings that they've given or even what other people say about them. But the question becomes, do we really know people when we follow them from a distance? I mean, are they really, now we can say they're impacting us because of their words or because of their lifestyle. And, and that's meaningful. There, there's a qualitative component to that. But can we really say we know them? See, um, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about how we can make a personal impact. But, but let's talk about effectively influencing people from a distance. This is the world we live in. This is what we're doing uh, through social media. And I, I think this, I think that if we're going to influence people through social media, we ought to do it in a positive way. You know, the influence is one of two things. It's either positive or it's negative. And I, I really believe that if we have a platform to influence, we need to do all we can to influence people in a positive way. So now how can we effectively influence people from a distance? I, I've written a few things down I want to share with you uh, today. Uh, the first thing is this, is, is if we're going to influence people from a distance, we ought to stand out and not blend in. This is so important. I, I do believe that this is gospel-centered. I believe that in the Word of God, we are taught not to blend in, but to stand out. He says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Now, I've been leading for a long time. I mean, I, I would say over 25 years I've been involved in leading people. And I can't even count how many times I've had people say to me, Pastor Al, you're different. You're different. And when I was young, people would say that to me, and it made me feel weird. I mean, it, it, you know, I don't think any of us likes to be called different, you know, because when we hear that word different, sometimes we think, you know, we're like a mutant or something <laughs> or like somehow, you know, we don't fit in. But I've heard that most of my walk with God, Pastor Al, you are different. And it made me feel weird because when I was young, you know, at that time, I, I didn't see it. I dressed like everyone else. I talked like everyone else. I was basically doing what everybody else was doing. But I think what made me different was that there was something different in my approach with people. There was something different in my approach with people. 
that's what made me different. And as I begin to mature age-wise and spiritually, I begin to em embrace that about myself. I, I begin to become more comfortable with who I was as a leader, more comfortable who, who, with who I was as a child of God. And the more comfortable I became with my personal identity, I began to embrace the fact that I was different. You know, today, I can say that one of the greatest compliments someone can give me is you're different. And it simply means this to me. This is how it computes in my mind. And hopefully this is helpful to you. But when someone calls me different, they're simply saying, you stand out. You stand out in a group. And, and I believe that that's God's plan for each and every one of us. I, I believe that as Christians, we should stand out. We should be different in that way. I think as Christians, we should talk different. We, we should, you know, not speak words of death, but words of life. We shouldn't be putting people down constantly, but we should be lifting people up. I think we should walk different. I think our character and how we live our life should be different and should be a shining light in dark places. So I think that's a positive difference. And, and, I, and I think as believers, we should be experiencing better results, not just different results, but better results. I, I believe that when we trust God with our life, he blesses us, he increases us, he causes us to stand out when we really embrace what it is to be different. You know, when people call me different, and, and this has happened in throughout my life, I've learned to never take direction for my life from the crowd. You know, the crowd will try to shape you into something that they want you to be. But I've learned to really, through prayer, to press in with God to discover who he desires me to be. There's a scripture in Psalms 139, 14, where the psalmist says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And this is a scripture that I hold on to. I said, Lord, you created me. I look this way because you created me. I speak this way because you created me. Yes, I have weaknesses and I have frailties and I have things in my life that I'm still working on, but Lord, you created me and you fearfully made me. From my mother's womb, you knew me and I am called to be unique. So I hope that encourages you because I believe each and every one of us is called to stand out and not to blend in. And when you stand out, that's when you begin to influence people from a distance. The, the second thing is how can we influence people from a distance? Well, I, I believe that we've got to model something. We, we've got to model something. You know, we've got to be a model. Whether your platform is social media, whether your platform is leadership in the church, whether your platform is being that stay-at-home mom or you're that business leader or that business owner or you work for a great organization or a great company, you know, if we're going to influence from a distance, we've got to model something. We've got to model a personal vision. Uh, when God gives you a personal vision, we've got to learn to walk in that vision consistently. Um, we also need to model that vision as our life's message. You know, we, we need to walk in it so that we can be identified that, you know, I think people should know what we're about. I think when people look at our lives and they see us functioning in the world, they should know what we're about. People in my community, they know I'm a pastor. When I'm at a restaurant eating in our city, people come over and they greet me as Pastor Al. They know that I am a pastor because that's what I model. That's what I live. That's what I walk out. When I'm at a baseball game, people know me as a pastor or a football game. 
they know me as a pastor. Wherever I go, I'm modeling that message. But understand, in order to be an effective model and to make it, uh, to develop influence from a distance, we have to be consistent. Be consistent. See, the greatness of a person is not who they are on Sunday, but the greatness of a person is who they are Monday through Saturday. And so I would say we're always on. We're always on. When, when you're a leader, you're always on. You're on at home. You're on in the, in the workplace. You're on in church. You're on in your community. Yes, we have those times where we shut everything off and we just have time for ourselves to be refreshed. But most of the time, the price of leadership is to model and to always be on. Now, there are five things that we can model from a distance that will make us more effective. And, and I want to share these things with you. I, I feel like if you catch these things, it will help you make a positive influence from a distance and to make a positive impression on people. The first thing is we can model determination. Determination. I believe that people are looking to be inspired by determined leaders. You know, a determined leader doesn't stop at every obstacle, but they know how to overcome obstacles that stand in their path. And so our behavior in challenging times really creates an environment around us or a mystique around us that people can look to. I'm a big sports fan, and one of my favorite athletes is Michael Jordan, just like he's one of your favorite athletes as well, the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. And there's this great story about how uh, he went into a playoff game I believe it was against the Utah Jazz, and uh, he was terribly sick. I mean, he had the flu, he had a stomach flu, and if you ever had the stomach flu, you know it's excruciating, it's difficult. I mean, when I get sick like that, I can barely walk, much less play basketball. But what he did is he demonstrated some powerful determination by going into that game with a 103-degree fever, and it was one of the greatest games that he ever played. I believe he scored something like 60 points and they, they won the game. And after that game, he just collapsed into the arms of his teammates because he was so exhausted and so dehydrated. But his determination became a model for people to follow. So one of the things that you can do in making an impression and being a positive influence from a distance is you can model determination. Another thing we can model is a positive attitude. You know, I, I even think when we post on social media, you know, it ought to be positive. We, we ought to present ourselves to our world and to uh, people who do not know the Lord in a very positive way. You know, think about it this way. Like uh, if you have a dog, I know we have some dog lovers out there. And uh, if you have a dog, uh, when you come home, uh, what's the first thing your dog does? He runs up to you, he starts jumping, he starts spinning, he's wagging his tail excitingly because he hasn't seen you all day and he's so excited to see you. But how would you feel if when you came home and you saw your dog and you're tired and you're you know weary from a long day's work and he's just barking at you every day? I mean, I can tell you your dog probably wouldn't be there very long and you guys would probably part part ways. And so I think as leaders, we've got to maintain a positive attitude, no matter the circumstances, really keep our best foot out there whenever we're leading and whenever we're going through life. Another way we can make a positive influence is to model wise investment, model wise investment. I believe that we need learn, we need to learn how to have a return on wherever we're invested. We want to model wise investment in everything that we do because what we reap is really directed 
to what we sow. And I always say this to people, as if you're tired of what you're reaping, change what you're sowing. Whatever you give is what you'll get back. And it's a principle in God's word. I mean, if you plant financial seed, you will reap a financial harvest. If you plant love, you will reap love. If you plant care, you will reap care. If you plant encouragement, you know, I'm, I'm constantly being encouraged. You know, when, when I get around my team or I get around people in my church, they've always got a good word for me. You know, hey, pastor, you look great today. Or, oh, hey, pastor, great message. Or, hey, pastor, man, you know, I really uh, love what you're doing. Or I just wanted to give you a, a word of encouragement or give you a hug or give you a pat on the back. And, and that's something that I reap as a leader. But the reality is I've sown that for many years. You know, when I when I come into a room, I, I try to come in with a smile. I try to come in with some joy. I try to come in with an exciting spirit. I, I'll, I'll pat people on the back. I'll give them hugs. I'll encourage them. And, and it seems like the more I sow that, the more I reap that in my own leadership. So I, I think it's so important to consider uh, how we invest and, and what we model when it comes to our investment. Another way we can be a positive influencer, make a positive impression with people is we should model trust. You know, I really believe that it's important to be a trustworthy leader or a trustworthy person. We, we want to build a reputation in our leadership of trust and trustworthiness. Um, one thing I've learned is that if I give my word, I keep it no matter how big or no matter how small. And it's really sometimes those small commitments that I make to people or to a project or to a task that are so important in developing trust as a leader. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, I make sure I'm there. If I say that I'm going to do something, I do all I can to make sure that I do it. And if I can't accomplish something, I follow up. I, I don't leave it hanging. I, I make a phone call. I say, listen, uh, I tried. I wasn't able to do it. Forgive me. So that way that trust remains in my leadership. I want people to look at me as a trustworthy leadership. And then the final thing is to model something called growth, growth. You know, I think it's so important that if we're going to Im impress and make an impact from a distance in people's lives is that when they look at us, we want them to see growth. We want them to see expansion. We want them to see something called progress. You know, um, I know there's seasons of our life where we get stuck and seasons of our life where we feel like, man, you know, I really need a breakthrough in my life or in my leadership. But we have to be committed to constantly grow, to constantly grow as a leader. I want to stay growing as a leader. I, I want, you know, if I, if, I, if I haven't seen someone in a year or I haven't encountered someone in a year, I want to be at a better place in my life when I see them. I want to model that I'm going somewhere. I want to model that I'm doing something new, doing something strong, experiencing better results in my life. You know, out there in the world for people who are not Christians, you know, they, they believe that money is the greatest measure of success, but I don't believe that to be true. What I believe is that the greatest measure of success is being able to say that you've made a positive impact in people's lives. And so we, we start by making an impression. We start by living our life in a certain way. We start by modeling what God has created us to be, being, being comfortable with who we are, being comfortable and accepting 
how we've been made. You know, you might not feel like the best looking person in the world, but yet God made you. You might not feel like the most in shape person in the world, yet God made you. You might not feel like you speak the best or you're the best in a particular area, but remember the Lord has made you. And when he made you, he always made you with room for improvement. That's why we've got to stay growing, keep inspiring people. I, I tell you, what inspires me the most is to see people that have overcome the odds. I think everybody loves an underdog. The greatest movie ever made, one of the greatest movies ever made, and anytime it comes on TV, I'll watch it no matter what point of the movie it is, is the movie Rocky. Everybody identifies with Rocky. Rocky was counted out. He was seen as worthless. They called him a bum, but he became champion of the world because he refused to give up. He, he, he filled that space of growth in his life. He was willing to do what others were unwilling to do. So I hope you're encouraged today. I want you to continue to build your influence. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, man, and we'll see you next time.